Well, here we are. This should go around, what, around the 20th of September? Now, Iraq, Iraq, Iraq. What's going on with Iraq? What would we do about Iraq? There's been fighting a couple of weeks ago in the green zone between the Sadrists and the followers of, presumably the followers of Maliki, uh, those that are attached to the security services alongside elements of the Hashd al-Shabi, uh, the Hashid, the PNU, as some call them, the the militia forces. They say Kaisal Khazali was not involved. He is perhaps the most pro-Iran of the militia forces, but I find that hard to believe. Certainly, I do believe that the more respectable Hashid under the command of Hadi al-Amri, Dark Eyes, you know him, well, I know him, uh, dear man in many ways, but quite ruthless, but a reasonable man, actually, and somebody who may do well in the aftermath of all of this. They were not engaged in the fight, I believe, but it was brutal, uh, 70 dead, and it was just for openers. What were the Sadrists trying to do? They were trying to take over the green zone, arguably. And what were the Hashid trying to do? Trying to make sure that they simply did not. And they confined the fighting to two streets in the green zone. Now, that could have easily ex- exploded into a cross-Baghdad battle with um, the Sadrists out in force. But Muqtadr al-Sadr thought better of it and controlled his followers. Why does this happen? Why why are these people engaged in this fight? Well, Iraq is at the brink of a Shiite-Shiite civil war, that's for sure. The Iraqis want a government, I said the Iraqis, those that voted, by and large, want a government that reflects the outcome of the last election, which the Sadrists, loyal to neither Iran nor the West, did well in. They swept the floor with the others. Hmm. And then the others lost the plot. You know, I mean, it was inevitable, I suppose. You found the Kashid candidates, the militia candidates, standing against one another in the same constituency. They just didn't get it. And so they split their own vote. That's what it is, isn't it? You have to play the system. The Sudrists don't know how to play the system, as did the KDP in Kurdistan, using the same tactic of not splitting their own vote, not standing their own against their own people. So these were the two substantial blocks, and you would think it would be enough. But you have to deal with the Iraqi courts. The Iraqi court system is corrupt for a lot of political appointees. Anyway, they intervened in the election. Uh, basically, they could have been constructive with the Constitution. The Constitution is, in a way, the Iraq Constitution is evolving, an evolving piece of paper, miles long, in which... Iraqis pick and choose what they want to do, you know. I mean, there are agreements with regard to the disputed territories, those territories that are between disputed between Kurdistan and, and the central government, which had never been implemented. The, the Constitution calls for many things that haven't been done by Camerol, um, Upper House, that kind of thing. Haven't been done, won't be done, unless it delights the Iraqi courts and they can meddle in some way. And one of the things that, the, if you read it in a certain way, then you could say that in order to elect the president, two-thirds of the MPs have to be in the parliament. Well, of course, if you're going to 
enforce that interpretation of the Constitution. And it's certainly an interpretation because subsequently it says, but if that doesn't work, a mere 50% will suffice. Then, you know, you can't get two-thirds in if they're all grumpy that the satirists and the um, KDP have done so well. So you mess up the political system before you've begun. Very difficult when we're trying to reform politics in Iraq or the world is trying to see better politics in Iraq, not helped here by the United States of America, which hasn't got the foggiest idea what it's doing, <clears throat> has no Iraq policy, and is totally besotted with, uh, well, with nothing, Ukraine, I suppose. But, man, you might, depending on your sympathies, you might think, well, jolly good show. But the eyes of the world are not focused on Iraq any more than they are on Lebanon or Libya or poor Yemen. I mean, these grave, grave crises. The Congo, gosh. There are so many places in the world where the place is tearing itself apart. Meanwhile, we've got joint exercises between Russia and China, and they're manning up, aren't they? The Chinese are investing massively in Syria. They're becoming a force. And Iraq is falling apart. Iraq is falling apart before our eyes. The courts have interfered in various ways. They've made it difficult to appoint a president, essentially. They, they disqualified the first candidate to be put forward as president um, on very spurious grounds to do with his alleged engagement with, with the Ba'ath Party historically. In any case, they pick and choose who they force that one with, too. Now, the court system in Iraq is utterly corrupt and is standing in the way of democracy. What do we do? Well, the Sudarists have stepped out of Parliament, which is not actually a very clever move. That gives Maliki all the seats that the Sudarists held because he's in second place in so many places. Well, there you go. It's the game, isn't it? Because under the Iraq Constitution, if an MP resigns, then the runner-up gets the place. You don't rerun the seat as you would uh, in, in Britain, for example. So, unfortunate and... It means that the Sudarists have got no way forward but new elections. And some of the international community and the others are with them there. Some of the students would like to see new elections. They might actually vote this time. They stood aside from the vote last time, which didn't help matters. One little scrap. Yeah, they wimped out. Oh, we begged the students. We election monitors. We begged the students to stand and to vote, I beg your pardon. They didn't. They were moral cowards, just said, oh, Iraq's not going to change anything. This after they had been courageous enough to go out, out in the streets and stand up and face their enemies as they demonstrated for democracy and freedom and for an end to corruption. And then when they made some progress, they didn't vote. But nonetheless, despite that, quite a number of independent MPs were elected. So, And I'm sure the students will vote en masse this time. So we have a chance now for a better election. But gosh, the run-in is going to be 18 months, maybe. And that means Mustafa Kadhimi has to be caretaker prime minister for 18 months. Well, okay, he's a good man. He's solid. But he's crippled because his, his ministries, they have no budget. Parliament's not functioning. Difficult, difficult, difficult. So what do we do about this whole mess? What do we need? I mean, the democratic experiment in Iraq has failed. Largely, I go back far enough because of Western interference, which promoted corruption. 
And we still do have Western interference, by the way. Let's just be very clear about that. We're all trying to manipulate the situation. The UNAMI and the UN assistance mission in Iraq is in the lead, acting as the uh, as the agent of the forces of darkness that uh, are the international world who want who are now moving towards wanting a government of national unity, the old diseased kind of government that we used to have, which which engendered corruption. And then ultimately, if we do have these new elections, well, yes, maybe the student votes, students will come out and vote. Maybe there will be a difference. Maybe, though, Maliki and the Heshtar Shabi will get the idea of the system, which they were too clueless to do before. And so Heshtar Shabi's candidates will not stand against one another, and therefore people will do better. But people like Hadi Al-Amri will do better, perhaps. I think still groups like Majlis won't come back. The days have gone. But I may be mistaken. The The consequence is going to be another parliament that's difficult to form because of the courts standing in way of parliament appointing a president if there's no quorum and so on. I mean, I don't get it. Why can't the existing president, the acting president, call for the formation of a government and get on? Is it the courts that are screwing that up again? Iraq is broken, broken, broken. And does not need all of this. Wake up, international community, or you'll turn your back, and ISIS, Daesh, will be there again, nipping and tucking at your heels. Oh, they are re-emergent. Don't you doubt it. Her day has not gone, and they feed on chaos. And Iraq is in chaos. Iraq can take war. Iraq can take peace. But Iraq cannot take chaos. And it is time for all of us, all of us, to work for peace and stability in Iraq. Thank you.